If you enjoy this featured episode of Marvel Plus, please go over and favorite or follow the Marvel Plus podcast to get future episodes. WandaVision, Season 1, Episode 2. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Marvel Plus, the podcast devoted solely to the Disney Plus Marvel series. My name is Brett Scott, I am your host, and this is the show. And today's show is going to be a little different than the last one. Today, I have my good friend Justin Logan on the podcast to help me break down episode two of WandaVision. Now, Justin is my co-host on another podcast that I do called Ambassadors of Quan. It's a 90s movie podcast where we go back and review great and not-so-great films from our childhood. If that's something that you're interested in, be sure to go check it out. But today, my friends, we're talking WandaVision. I always love having Justin on because he likes to do deep dives on this stuff just in his free time. I mean, he's always telling me about interesting fan theories and giving me a new perspective. So I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. All right. Without further ado, Justin Logan, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We are here with Justin Logan to talk about WandaVision Episode 2. Before we get into that, Justin... So. What do you think? What do you think, like overall, about this series so far? Is it what you expected, or, I mean, I know I had you on to talk about the trailer, and you were pretty damn excited when we talked about that. You're pretty pumped for it. So, now that you've seen two episodes, what do you think overall? Okay, so I'm I'm really surprised at how strictly they're following the formula. So, mm-hmm. like episode one was 100% 50s. Episode yes. two, it's one hundred percent sixties, and there's yeah. just a few moments of total weirdness. So I'm hoping that it slowly unravels, but when it does, like it, there's going to be a big payoff. Because honestly, the first episode was so boring. It was <laughs> it was so boring, but I I understand why. It's like they're setting the table. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've heard. The same thing from other people talking about how, um, like, okay, we get it. We get it. It's like a sitcom. Like, but do you really have to play out the entire sitcom? Like, play out the entire story of a real sitcom all the way to its end? Like, is is that necessary? And then, um, I mean, we'll get into it more in episode two. But so far, that's that's what they're doing. They're giving us full-on episodes of TV shows with, like... Uh, you know, a classic 1950s or 60s plot and story, story of the week, and then they actually play it out all the way to its conclusion, and that's the end. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. It, I, I didn't quite expect that either, to get, like, literally, if you took out the weirdness, you could just be watching a standalone, you know, sitcom. Yeah, yeah, if Vision was always the... Uh the regular husband version of himself 
you mm-hmm. some smart husband and that's it right or even even if you were playing on like like a mork and mindy type like maybe he is a robot and that's the funny thing you know like yeah. like small you know player. yeah yeah and it's like that's the whole trope like that's the whole funny thing is like he's not of this world and he's different he doesn't eat food you know like just all the weird shit that that's different about a robot uh i don't know it would play as a sitcom you could literally do that um but uh, but yeah it's you, weird i love how i got drunk off of gum because it gummed up the works <laughs> yeah gummed it up all right so um let me see here there was something else that, like here's what i was thinking when when i was watching uh this episode two we can go ahead and get into episode two now um so I was thinking about something while I was watching it and I feel like we've basically full on become our parents at this point. Like, did you, when you were a kid, did you watch Nick at night? Yeah. And you, do you remember the shows that were on Nick at night? It was like these type of shows. It was like Donna Reed and like Dick Van Dyke and stuff like that. Yeah. And like now, have you ever seen Nick at night now? No. I can't even imagine okay. what's on Nick at Night now. Yeah, well, Nick at Night now shows reruns of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So, wow. it's it's yeah, it's literally it's like uh, when we were kids and watching it, our parents probably like looked at it like, oh, this is shows from when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> stuff was on TV, and now it's like we're literally there, we're there now. Now the the shows from when we are kids, we were kids, is on Nick at Night. It makes me feel so old. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's nuts. That's that's terrible to think about. Um, so something that I just here's my kind of overall thing with the series so far. Like, even though it's playing on all these classic TV shows and like classic, you know, storytelling tropes from back in the day, it's somehow still like one of the most unique things I've ever seen. Because you know that it's not that. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. And I also, I don't know if you see this or not, but I think it's legitimately funny. Like, even though they're doing this, like, corny, dated style jokes, it's it's still genuinely funny to me. Like, I'm laughing while watching. Yeah. Are you fighting, are you fighting that? Yeah, they've, they've done a good job. It's, I don't know, it's not, it, the corniness is what's funny. Like, and you know... Mm-hmm. The fact that you know they're doing it on purpose, it's just, and, and we've been in quarantine this whole time, haven't had any other Marvel content, like, it goes end game and then this, it's just such a weird, it know, is, difference. yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird transition, it's weird, I kind of like it though, because it's not like anything we've seen from Marvel at all, at least they're like, I feel like they're taking a chance with it, for sure. Like it's it's out there, it's wild to do this. But um, they nailed it. I mean, if they're if they're kind of recreating these sitcoms from different eras, so far with the fifties and sixties, it's dead on. Like I said, if if it wasn't for knowing it was a Marvel show and throwing in the weirdness, um, I, I'm pretty sure it would be indistinguishable from a classic show. Yeah. It's pretty spot on. Yeah, I love the the openings and I love the commercials and the commercials are so full of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like like uh, Easter eggs. Yeah, little like like the Stark Industries uh, that toaster. Yeah, that they did. 
And um, well, the, so uh, I did a little bit of research. The toaster sort of is vision. Vision is the toaster. Yeah, I think we I think we watched or read the same thing. <laughs> but like, yeah, he has that little like red dot in the center. Yeah. And it looks like a, a robot's head. And you read, like, in the comics, um, she, like, lovingly refers to him as Toaster. Yes. Yep. Pretty funny. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. They, 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 they See, that's what a lot of people, like, they always like to separate the comics from the MCU. Like, oh, it's its own world. You know, they, they do things differently. It's like, but I appreciate that they still put in even like Easter eggs for the comic book fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I hadn't, hadn't read that before. Like I hadn't read that story where she refers to him as, as a toaster, but just knowing that somebody who made this series knew about that and, and put it into the script is fucking, I think it's awesome. It's like something for everybody. And uh, other things I was reading about uh, Wanda in particular. So, She's had like multiple different origin stories. It's been retold. She's had different parents and different everything. Mm-hmm. If she can change reality, that that's a good story. Is to be a little bit of everything and change. Yeah, yeah, it works for her. Like, it, whereas it might not work for other characters that we have. Like, it works perfectly for Wanda. You can really fuck with her origins as much as you want and be like, oh well, she created it. She made it that way, or. That was a version that she that she lived. Um, so another thing, before we kind of like really dive into into episode two here, um, there's this theory going around about the character Agnes. Did you see that? Yeah. So like the neighbor, the nosy, like uh, annoying neighbor. Like the, I guess she's that. Well, people are are speculating that she is actually. Um, like a witch of sorts from the comics yeah, yeah. Uh, who is actually part of this manipulation. Like she's manipulating Wanda. Well, she seems pretty intent on Wanda having a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that's like, okay. So that's pretty much episode two. It's like, it's all, um, it's all centered around that, around children. It's trying to like put it into her mind, something about children, right? They, they do that talent show and it's, literally you don't know why or anything it's just like for the children yeah there's no children there so it's like exactly for the school i guess is the part that's for the children but i i don't know it's it's weird it's a weird cult way that they say it Mm -hmm. for the children and then like um and she makes references like even in the first episode she makes little references to um something about kids or something like and then at the very beginning of the of the second episode, um, she's talking about the future, like preparing for the future or something, and, and mentions, I don't know, needing kids or space for kids. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she's making all these little these little hints and suggestions. And then, like I said, the 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 damn the talent show is called is supposed to be all for the children, and then. Yeah, all of a sudden at the end, she's she's pregnant with twins. So yeah. that's kind of crazy. Well, in in the comic, that witch like gives her the uh, the energy to like manifest the children. So it's like, it seems yeah. like it's not exactly what's happening in this, but we can see how she has something to do with it. And another thing about her is like something that a lot of like comic book nerds picked out. So when they were at the um, 
party planning committee, whatever the hell that thing was, that meeting. Um, the woman that was the uh, the leader, the blonde. She was like, yeah. yeah, you know, the devil's in the details. And then Agnes says, oh, that's not all he's in. Apparently that that's a right. deal. What is that? What, so, what is it? I guess in the comics, um, Agnes is, is with, I guess not going to say it's her husband, but is Mephisto, like the MCU devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know what? That is funny because she keeps referencing her off-screen husband and like, but you never see him, which is like, which is a classic thing from sitcoms. So it's kind of cool that they weave that in there. And the fact that he may actually be someone nefarious. That's, that's pretty like damn cool. Freaking devil. Yeah. That's pretty nefarious. Yeah. Old Ralph, Ralph, the devil. That's, pretty- that's crazy. Yeah. I, I hadn't heard that one. That's cool. I didn't even think about that. Like that Ralph might be something because I was just thinking like, Oh, it's the classic, um, you never actually see the spouse, yeah. you know, thing from the past. But no, there, there's might be a reason. I'm guessing at some point we might actually meet Ralph, which would be pretty cool. So we're kind of jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit because we're like jumping straight to her having twins and stuff. But like, um, there's some stuff I enjoyed like throughout this. Like when, when, uh, so when she's at that little, whatever you call it, town meeting, uh, fundraiser planning thing um vision is at some other thing which i'm not exactly sure what it is he's at like a meeting with like the men sort of like a uh, neighborhood watch type thing oh yeah yeah yeah. that's right he did say neighborhood watch um but like i like how they slipped in um the the writing in this is so clever because it it slips in jokes that apply to the mcu and also apply to the era that they're portraying in the, in the shows. So like, um, he cracks a joke. Like he 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 says something about someone being a communist, yeah. right? And like everyone thinks it's so funny. And like, yeah, that was a legitimate thing back then. Like you could accuse someone of being a communist. It was like a big deal, right? Either that or you thought it was ridiculous. Like, um, but at the same time, you know. Um, the like Wanda comes out of an era, um, you know, from the Baltic states or whatever, where there was a lot of communism, like that was a big deal. And she's like, what, what's, what's Sokovia? Is it, is it like Russian? Are they like it's kind of Russian? Uh, I don't Eastern know. European uh, flair. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, that make that make, makes sense why she watches all the uh, sitcoms. So like, if we, we assume it's in her yes. mind, and, and the town's actually called Westview, so it's like how she views the West. So I mean, yes, I don't know, it makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, like maybe she grew up watching because a lot of other countries, um, they get all our old stuff, like on repeat. Like I've heard of people being massive fans of a series that like here went off the air like decades ago, but modern day like people in whatever in China are, are massive fans of some show that was on in like the 1980s. So that could definitely be a thing. Like she grew up watching all this classic stuff, even, you know, she didn't necessarily had to grow up watching it when it was current. She's just watching all this old Western TV. 
but yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Also, we get our first glimpse um, or like introduction to Monica Rambeau, right? Isn't she well, at the... Wait, is it Monica? Is that the daughter? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? I, I think yeah. so. And like, because she's the one that we saw in the trailer that is like confused later. Yeah. And we wouldn't even know that and... unless they confirmed it at a panel. So it's just, you get to know that. Right, right. So, um, but yeah, right off the bat, she seems like, she seems confused about like what her name is for like a split second. Like she, she goes to introduce herself and she's like, I'm, and I don't even remember if she said, she didn't say Monica, did she? I think it was, yeah. So it was weird. She like, she stumbled for a second before saying what her name was. So I'm, I'm, the thing is she doesn't appear until after um, Wanda finds the helicopter that is in color in the bushes. So True. it's almost like she came on a helicopter hmm. and now she's there. She stumbles. Maybe she just oh, weird. And she's just now acclimated. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. So maybe, maybe that's. Not. I actually forgot all about the helicopter, but yeah, that was another weird thing. Um, it seems like all the little things that pop up in the show that don't belong are like red, yeah. right? Like the helicopter, like the red stands out. Um, blood when the woman gets so, cut. I mean, a lot um, of red connections. So it's like um, her power is red. You know, vision is mm-hmm. red. Um, yeah. Hell, Mephisto's red. So maybe that'll be a thing. Right. Her her uh, her costume leader, at least in the comics, was red. You know, the the classic oh, costume. The next episode. The 70s episode is the one with that's a Halloween episode because I can't wait to see classic costumes. Yeah, yeah, that's be that'd be cool. I don't know when they're gonna do that. Like, I was kind of surprised that they um that it didn't go like like it kind of went 50s, 60s, right? But it was still the black and white. It was still the classic style sitcom. But you could tell that it was evolving. Yeah. Like. You could tell right away because, for one, they had the bewitched opening, which is a little later than kind of what they were showing before. And also, did you notice, like, right off the bat, like, all the jokes were a little bit more risque? And, like, they they literally moved the beds together. It was, like, showing the evolution of yeah. what's going on. Like, okay, now we're, we're in an era where we got to... We, you know, we're going to be a little more liberal here. We're going to like, we're going to put the beds together and like, we're going to say some things that are a little like, yeah, it, it you know, it wouldn't have been fit for TV. Like Van Dyke to, uh, and, so- mm-hmm. and then you can see that it's like, it's going now into like Brady Bunch territory. Like we got the color at the end. I hope she gets in. Um, I hope she gets in something- football. Just please do it. That would be great. I, I think, um, one thing that I'm noticing is that, like, um, I don't know what I was going to say now. Slipping my mind. All right. It doesn't matter. I have something written down. I'll get to it. I've got some notes written down here. But, like, one of the, obviously the strangest thing that happened in this episode was, like, that whole beekeeper climbing out of the sewer. And I don't know if you've done any um, – I know you've done some like deep diving type of uh, research on like what other people might might have said about this. So, did you see anything about that? Like, so, does that mean okay. something? On the back of his um, uniform, there's an icon, right? 
and that, that same icon appears mm-hmm. on the toy helicopter. It's, it's sort of like okay. So it's what like was the icon? It's almost like an omega symbol with a sword in the middle, and it. Yeah, oh, so it's, it's the sword, sword symbol. So it's like um. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. That's exactly, that's so crazy. That's exactly what I was actually going to say. Um, so yeah, the sword is, yeah, the like the space version of shield. It's like protecting the cosmos, not just it'd, the earth it'd make from outside forces. If, um, you know, uh, Captain Marvel's friend's daughter grew up to join sword. That's why, that's why I think she came on that. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So she might be like be a plant. Or she, she sent in to try to help like, find out what's happening and got sucked into the, I don't know, whatever's happening. Yeah. See that, I'm still super confused here, right? Like, uh, I, I think, I think we're supposed to be, but it's like, I'm, I'm somewhere between this is S.W.O.R.D. doing this to her. Like they have her in some sort of um, prepared simulation or like she's unconscious and they're monitoring her from outside. Like that I'm leaning towards that now. Like they have her at their facility or something. Right. And she's unconscious and all this is going on in her, in her mind and they are somehow monitoring it. And that's why you keep getting people reaching out to her. Like they're trying to get in contact with her from outside of her body. Like you're thinking, is that what you're, it's all an internal thing. And this is all just mental. I don't know. I don't know. Different. I think there's like a dome around an actual city or not city, but like a little neighborhood. And she's actually forcing people to be actors in this. Like she, you, you think this is the Truman Truman Show. show. Oh man. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't quite thinking that just because of how much she keeps changing things. Like that's why so, Did you think there's you know a know what I mean? I, or do you think it's just um you know, she's thinking. I don't know. Some I've seen some people seem to think that there's a way that she could have brought him back um and that he might actually it's, be existing. Um but I feel like I feel like I feel like she's projecting him. Yeah. Like uh, I mean that's that's what I thought going in, right? Like, obviously, I'm like, oh, well, he died in Endgame. Um, she's probably so heartbroken and distraught that she, like, created this illusion of him still being alive. But I don't know now. I'm, like, questioning everything now that I've actually seen the show. Yeah, I just... Oh, and we did get a uh, we did get a glimpse of that House of M wine from the... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Just anything that ever hints at mutants, I'm going to be all over. Like, just please, just fucking give me one mutant by the end of this. Yeah. Well, um, here, here's something interesting, too. So, um, so S.W.O.R.D. In the, in the comic books stands for something different than it does in the MCU. So, I, I don't know exactly what it stands for in the comic so, books. I, I think it's like um, between but I do and know. weapon is like the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You swap those out, and it's um instead of sentient, yeah, world observation response division, and now it's sentient weapon observation response division. So that's another thing that I'm. That's another thing where I'm kind of thinking like, okay, maybe Sword is doing this to her, and they're they're like, because they're monitoring her, right? Like that, and she's a weapon. So 
I don't know. I don't know if they're actually, they have her somewhere. Like you said, maybe she's in a dome. She can't get out type thing. Um, and then she's creating all this craziness well, I, I, in her mind. That, and now they're I having, having trouble reaching her. I think she could if she wanted to, but she doesn't want to. I think she has everyone else. Uh, she's mm. imprisoning everyone else. They're coming to save everyone from the weapon, which is her. Okay, but do you think that they put no, her no, in I, the I dome? Think the dome is this... something she manifested. Like she, yes, around a real town. I think she made a dome. Hmm. Man, I don't know. That's I, I, I let's say it was crazy. I'd say it's crazy, but like the whole thing's crazy, right? Like the the idea yeah. of Wanda is crazy. Um, it's it's like. It's it's one of I mean, the most out there characters there is because she can man- manifest whatever she wants. Having a character that's married to the devil, so it's, it's this could go anywhere. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And I just meant I just meant Wanda in general. Like, you can literally do anything. So, like, of course it's going to be confusing. Like, if she can manifest anything she wants at any given time. And make anything reality. Like that's where couldn't they go? They could do whatever the hell they wanted, like writing this show, creating so stories with one Wanda. Of the theories that someone was writing about, which is hilarious. Like I'd love it to be this, but it's that she just changed um she switched dimensions and now she's in the mojo verse. Mojo. Yeah. <laughs> That would be ridiculous. And the, the Mojo verse was like, it yeah. was all about TV, right? It was like, so that, I mean, that's an interesting theory, honestly. Like, because it is kind of weird that otherwise there was no TV tie-ins at all to the MCU. Like, that's what makes us so different. That it's like, I don't know, it's relying on this classic pop culture thing that we don't know why it relates to Wanda at all. So I, we're speculating, I guess, that she watched all these shows growing up in Russia or growing up in Sokovia. Um, and and that's why she views this as like what life should be like or whatever. But who knows? Maybe it is something completely ridiculous like mode. Like you can't put anything past it. That's what I'm saying. You, literally anything is possible with this character. Well, here's, here's so, something that bothers me with this. So we're both, you know, assuming, uh, like I'm assuming at least, that Vision isn't actually there, right? I, I think no matter what's happening, mm-hmm, like right. there's no real, there's no Vision. That's just something she's created. But the problem with that is mm-hmm. you see other people and they break character for a second and they, they want out and they're looking for answers yeah. and they're lost, right? Vision does that yeah. as well. So why would her manifestation of Vision also be wanting to right. make sense of the nonsense, you know? It's true, but doesn't she also seem just as confused yeah, a lot of times? Like, like she full-on rewinded time to get out of yeah something that didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where yeah, Vision that's seems to be. He seems to be seeking it out, like asking at his job, what exactly do we do here? Like, because he re- he's a machine. He knows none, none of this makes yeah, sense. Wait. So, yeah, 
Yeah, which is ridiculous. I love that. I love that he was asking, like, what is it? What do we make? Like, what <laughs> do we? And they literally just, like, make the forms to fill out yeah, about, about forms, I guess. <laughs> about. I love it. I thought it was great because that, that, that happens in the classic shows all the time. It's like the husband just goes to work. You don't know what he yeah. does. You don't know. Homer Simpson. And it's and it's and it's kind of like. Right. And, it, and it's kind of like. That's. Yeah, that's her version that she's seen. So it's like uh, she didn't create the world with enough detail. Yeah. You know what I mean? To put in stuff that, that she didn't know about. Um, yeah. So now, now what were you saying about the beekeeper? Because I mean, you're saying he had a sword emblem on. So do you think that you think that was um, some people actually making it into her illusion? Like maybe about to make that contact that they've been trying to get through the radio and well, stuff. If like you, um, if there was a dome. If and then she was like, nope. For a place, right? I would want to come in from mm-hmm. under the dome. True. I mean, I guess that okay. probably only makes sense to me. I don't know if anyone else is thinking that there's like a fucking energy dome around a real city. I don't know. But. Well, we saw something that kind of looked that like that in the trailer. So I, I get remember. why you're going there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like there's like choppers or some sort of military vehicles like trying to okay, get through like a dome. I, I think, I think, I think. I mean, I'm, hopefully, I'm not just remembering that from Endgame, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like people trying to break through a dome. But I don't remember helicopters in Endgame trying to come through the dome. So, all right. So I, I don't think that your, was a thing. Um, if you had to put money on it right now. Will we see? Will we see mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in one of these episodes? Um, I think it's possible towards the end. Maybe even like, I wonder. That brings up something interesting. I wonder if there will be an end credit scene, like on the final did, episode. I, I, I almost put money on that. Of every uh, credit, because I for sure did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I definitely did. I, I made sure to watch the very end. I'm, I'm not gonna lie; I fast forwarded to the end, but I watched the screen the whole time, um, expecting something. But I almost guarantee that they will at the end of the season. Like, there's no doubt in my mind, and that might be where we see Doctor Strange because we do know just from uh, you know random reports that Doctor Strange has something to do with Wanda like going forward after this, the multiverse of madness somehow ties into this series. So I think it's very possible, highly likely that we see Dr. Strange like at the very end, very end, either in the final scenes of the final episode or in an end credit scene. I'm hearing that this ties into the Spider-Man movie which ties into Doctor Strange like it's all three of them are dealing with the same thing so Spider-Verse mm. stuff is you know just the yes. multiverse which is the same thing that she's going to be going through well this is all a red herring and I, no, no, there no, is no I, multiverse I, I, I'm getting multiverse <laughs> like... I'm, no I don't accept that I, I was so <laughs> mad when Mysterio was lying about the multiverse Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think that it has to pay off now. I think they have to do it. Like they did that on purpose, obviously. 
like fucked with us about the multiverse. Like, oh, there's a multiverse. And like, just kidding. And then, you know, then to be having a movie called Multiverse of Madness coming out a couple of years later. Clearly, they were just yeah, it, it felt messing like, with um, us a little bit. That uh, that commercial from Inner Interdimensional Cable, like piece of shit. <laughs> just kid. <kidding>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it, it it was really disappointing. I remember, um, like I got so pumped when when we found out that uh, Mysterio was claiming to be from another dimension another earth i'm like oh it's happening it's happening nope you gotta wait three more years <laughs> before it happens but I, I i honestly didn't know if um if wandavision would be a th- like a um a way to make that happen i i didn't know it seems like it must have some sort of tie into it um I don't know if it'll be because of her powers or whatever, like that she has something to do with there being a multiverse or uh, breaking the wall between multiverses or something. But um, I, I think that just based from what they've said, from what Marvel has said, from what uh, it sounds like it's all connected, right? So it's this multiverse of madness and Spider-Man three, but like what else? You know what I mean? Like, how did that... The MCU is all connected. That's the whole reason that we love it, right? Like, everything affects everything. So, what other shit does that affect? Is it going to be in a bunch of other... Because we got a bunch of movies coming out and a bunch of series coming out. Basically, every week for the next year straight, I believe there's some sort of new Marvel content, which is perfect. (laughs) Like, for me, I'm so glad. Like, I feel like it sucked waiting a full year you know, to get something. Um, but it was actually it was longer than a year, right? It was like a year and a half. So it, it, it sucks that we waited that long, but I'm kind of excited about the payoff because the payoff is we get everything jam packed in together. Like some people might not like that, but I don't mind at all having new Marvel content every single week. Yeah, I hope I can keep up. Live in a world where Blade is going to be hunt, hunting down Jared Leto, just do it. I don't care. Everything. Oh, every company. I don't care if it's coming, man. World. Just buy everything. Connect everything. Yeah, it's coming. Like I, I think that you know how much Disney can do now. Like they could, they could literally make a Wolverine versus Predator <laughs> film if they want. Like they can do anything they want. They can be like, "Oh, you want RoboCop versus the X Men? We can give you that." Because they own all yeah, the properties. That story be? It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> no, it can't be any worse than that one that that someone suggested uh, for our for our other oh. podcast we were doing. What was it? Like Terminator? Terminator what was it like? <laughs> I don't remember, dude. <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah, it was something ridiculous, dude. Um, but yeah, I feel like Disney could actually do that now. They could be like, "Oh, you want you want X Men with Planet with Planet of the Apes and Terminator and RoboCop all in the same movie?" It, it could literally look like um, uh, Ready Player One. Here are some pictures that match. No, don't give me pictures that match. All right. Um, well, shit. I think we 
we broke this thing down pretty well. Is there anything else about episode two that, that we forgot to mention? Like, um, no, these, uh, these sitcom people from the past are just really easy to trick. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I love that, like that they, um, when, you know, when vision got the, the gum stuck, uh, he gummed up his gears. Uh, I love that they did the little like old timey diagram of his insides. Like I thought that was fucking awesome. Um, so what, all right, before we go then let's speculate. What do you think? Like next episode, what, where's this going I'm next? It's the next Halloween week episode. And we see the classic stuff. So, cause yeah, it, that yeah. did kind of look sixties, right? When they showed it, when they showed it in the uh, in the trailer, it looked like when they were doing that, and we were getting classic Vision yeah, and Scarlet it Witch. Looked like it looked like classic uh, costumes, like 60s. Uh, like the way you'd have a costume back then, and what I'd imagine because it, it wasn't like eighties, nineties, because it wasn't thin mm-hmm. plastic that gets super wet. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like you can see it in other movies. Like you could tell when a movie's from, if they, if it was a Halloween movie right off the rip. Um, all right. So yeah, that's what I think. I think, okay. So what about the kids though? Where, where do uh, they go with that? I, I don't know. Like, what was the point? What, what was the point of manifesting so the kids? I wonder what, in the what comic, what's going to come of that. And, and on most, oh, sorry, most of the comics, it's like they're twins. Just like she was a twin a twin um one's a speedster and one is a mm-hmm. one has magic you know so it's it's like it's them again okay so it's basically but they're just little one has huh. white hair and one has brown hair do they do they grow up so to be someone like that we would know like teen avengers or, or do we know yeah ah uh, okay uh, i doubt it goes that far makes though. sense all right yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the series so far. I, I like that. Like, like I said, some people are complaining that it's, it's a little bit too much, just being a damn classic TV show. Like, why are they playing it all the way out to the full conclusion of the episode? Like, we don't care. Um, but I kind of love it. I kind of love that they're doing that. I think it's great because it takes balls to do something ridiculous like this. Like, um very easily people could if they wanted to it wouldn't be hard to lose interest in this It'd be like what is this okay i'm good um but i don't know i i enjoy it i enjoy that they're playing out the full episodes i think it's kind of ballsy um but at the same time i know that it's something else so so maybe that's it like you know i know that it's fucking madness behind the scenes, like something crazy is about to happen. And I don't mind anticipating it for a while because they're dragging this out over nine episodes. And I'm pretty sure I heard that not every episode is 30 minutes. Like the first two were around 30 minutes, um, but they're going to be different lengths. Some of them are going to be a little longer. I'm just hoping the weirdness is on the spectrum. So the, the beginning would represent when she has full control. There's almost no breaks. The second 
episode we've mm-hmm. seen a couple breaks so hopefully by the yeah. end it's full out of control and there's no no there's nothing normal yeah i wonder how long um so we've got a couple more decades to go through right of tv that we saw in the trailer so i wonder how long they play this out like is episode three going to be the 60s is episode four going to be the 70s I, I, you know are they going to go that far or is I it going to start breaking apart so much that they just yeah yeah that, that you think 60s and 70s like it, it was from the set of that 70s show yeah yeah they that's what i was thinking it could escalate it could speed up like the process but I like the way I like the way they're pacing it because nine episodes. What I've learned in watching so many of these series that are like ten or thirteen episodes or whatever is most series that are that long, like ten plus, it's a little too much. Like there's always a lull somewhere in the middle, unless we're talking like Breaking Bad, right? There, most series have like this mid-season lull, like episode five, six, seven ish, where you're like all right, get back to the main storyline that I was enjoying. Like, and I feel like this slow burn yeah. is going to pay off. I hope so. I really hope so. Cause it's good, man. It's good. And the, the talent in it from the writing to the acting is like top notch. I'm really enjoying it. All right. Um, let's wrap this baby up. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'll see you on the whenever you ask me back, I'll come back. Yeah, and yeah, I'm definitely gonna have. I'm gonna ask you to come back um, later on in this season so we can talk about how crazy you got. So um, I'm gonna probably do a couple solo episodes, and I'm probably gonna do a couple with some random different perspectives, um, different guest hosts. But I want you to come back on, probably at least for the final episode, we're going to have to do that because of your (laughs) question about Dr. Strange. I think it's going to happen. Definitely. Yeah, I do too. All right, man. Um, Thanks for coming on. I'll talk to you again soon. All right, ladies and gents, that is going to do it for this episode. I really hope you enjoyed the conversation. I know I did. And I can't wait to have Justin back on to discuss where this series ends up. Be sure to tune in next week where I will have another special guest host join me to discuss WandaVision Episode 3. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure and favorite or follow Marvel Plus so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you'd like to see the podcast grow and reach a larger audience, As always, the best thing you can do is share the episodes on social media. That is huge. And if you want to drop a five-star review wherever it is you listen to podcasts, I'm sure that wouldn't hurt either. Look, I know there are a ton of Marvel podcasts out there, so I wholeheartedly appreciate you giving this one a go. Thank you. Thank you for listening. My name is Brett Scott. And this has been Marvel Plus.